Well, hello there and welcome to another weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Glad to be here. It's Saturday. Hey, we are basically a week away from Christmas. I mean, Sunday, Christmas. Are you ready for the holidays? Uh, no. No, I got uh, I got cards I got to mail this week. Oh, by the way, thank you for the card. It You're entirely nice. welcome, really. It's a, it yeah, was, it's, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing. It's right over there on that nice little. Uh, Does it feel like Christmas to you, Bill? No, it it ha- well to be honest, you know, being a bachelor um, uh, these days in my life, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel that much like Christmas. It hasn't to me for a few years but this is by far the most distant from christmas that i have felt and it's not that you want to feel that way but i think everybody that is that way yeah you know that it's it's just not the same you know i think after covid covid kind of put the uh the dampers on everything because we were locked down we couldn't go out we couldn't be ourselves the whole world of shopping has changed the the experience of christmas that we have grown to love and know over the years and developed over the years. Yeah, it's very retail-oriented. But now that has been uh, flushed down the commode, as they say. Yeah. And uh, I mean, people, people, they're so used to getting things delivered to the house. I, I, would, I would hate to uh, have a store in a mall right now because traffic has got to be down, you know, because of, uh, of all the things that uh, have changed, you know, in the retail industry. Uh, also... Um, I, before we go any further, you know, I feel I, I like, uh, a, a little dog seeing, a, a squirrel go by. I'm easily distracted today. I, I wanted to remind both of us that today is our second anniversary before I forget, you know, usually, usually I, I remember like at the end of the show, but I figured it, I, it just came to me. This is two years of doing, uh, it's another day we've grown in, in giant steps over the past yeah. two years. And we appreciate uh, every single one of you who, uh, who join in every day. And there are a lot of you, thank goodness. Um, yeah. you have anything to add to, uh, to that little, uh, tribute for our second no, anniversary? Was a nice tribute, but yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, there is no cake unless somebody wants to bake it and uh, they don't know how to get it to us. Yes. Uh, you couldn't even email it to me today because for some reason, I guess my email was hacked and uh, I can't get into it and I'm locked out of it. And I was like, going, oh, well, that's nice. Wow. I have an alternate site to go to. But the alternate site uh, sat there and said, oh, we sent a verification to make sure it's you to your email account. That uh, You know what's interesting? Out of- uh, my, what? my email, uh, I said this to my wife yesterday. I said, you know, I, I used to... Uh, be able to manage my email, but now every day I must get 400 pieces of junk mail. Junk. It's yeah. constantly, you know, inundated with nonsense. I don't think I get any relevant or maybe a handful of uh, emails that I want to open, but the rest well, is just nonsense. Do you remember, you know, you know, cookies are, and you know, that's what they use to track you and all of that stuff. And it used to be that you could block it and you know, Sorry, I don't want your cookies because I don't want to be on your list. Now, oh, do you wish to proceed? Well, you'll have to accept our cookies. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry, you can't do this unless you take the cookies. And then you're going, yeah, okay, I need to get to where I'm going here. So, yeah, okay, I'll take the cookies. And then all of a sudden, you know, bing, bing, 
Yeah. Yeah. You've got every numbskull in the world that's trying to sell you something <laughs> that you don't want, yeah. you know, hitting you because they're on that cookie list that you just let through that you couldn't even get to a government office. unless. Yeah. The, now, that's kind of weird, you know, when you do yeah. something with the government. And ironically, I was chasing down a, a problem that was, you know, that was presented to me that came from the government. And to respond to them, I had to accept cookies. Uh, and after I accepted the cookies, I got a virus infection. And then all of a sudden, now I'm locked out of my email. Thanks a lot, federal yeah. government. <laughs> you know, Bill, uh, I was as you were talking, I was thinking about how our language has been uh, confiscated by technology, you know, virus infection. If you said to somebody 50 years ago, I got a virus uh, in my computer, or I got a, they would have fingers up. Oh, get yeah. away from me. Yeah. I mean, uh, everything has changed. Email. They didn't know what email was, uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago. All of a sudden it's like a, uh, key component in, in our lives. Um, did you see what happened to Rudy Giuliani yesterday? $148 million, which he doesn't have. And that does the punishment fit the perceived crime. And I say perceived crime because you know, this is about uh, people stuffing the ballots. There is a film showing two people said to be uh, that were accused, you know, doing, you know, questionable stuff. Oh, I know. I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, they're guilty nope. beyond belief. Uh, but, okay, they're going, where's your proof? Well, it's right here on videotape. Yeah, but where's your proof? You don't see it up close. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, come on. You guys locked everybody out. There was, there were too yeah. many details does, leading up to that point. Does the crime, uh, does the, the punishment meet the crime or supposedly crime? I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, one of the ladies, I think it was the mom that sat there and said, oh, the things that they said, uh, you know, and, and, and I felt like they were going to come and they, you'd find us hanging, yeah. uh, uh, you know, on the sidewalk of our front lawn, and then they were going to cut us up and well, put she us said, in bags and Well, she said, I can't hand out business cards anymore, and and I can't answer the phone, and if I'm in the supermarket and my mother calls my name out, I'm afraid someone's going to recognize me. This is the stuff that she testified to, and, this, and, and the reason why this... It, by the way, it's a D.C. jury, so by the trust me. It's all D.C. jury, which why yeah. was, yeah. Okay. You know, this is why Trump is going to get nailed in, in D.C. If you think that it's only going to happen to Rudy Giuliani, you're, you're uh, sorely mistaken. They're going to come after what they will do. What they will do and say, well, what's his net worth? Always oh, worth $10 billion. All right, the award is for $60 billion, with yeah. the, which is, they can't sentence him to death, so we'll kill him anyway. Yeah. financially to where he doesn't he has to turn over his underwear and you know leave with his hands cupped over himself uh walking away naked and they're going by the way uh you're unemployable uh you get no public assistance good luck in life from your fellow democrats you know I mean, rudy giuliani on. is one of the uh, finest men i mean he's was the mayor during the 2001 attack um he is considered to be America's mayor. He was, his problem was he represented President Trump during the uh, hearings around the country, including Georgia. Uh, 
that's what he's being penalized for, speaking out in support of President Trump. And uh, he made a point, like you said, of looking at the video and, and saying this is fraud. And he's being punished for it now. Well, he had an opinion. And if your opinion is, is not left-leaning the Democrat way, well, I'm sorry. But you know what? For your thinking against them or drawing the logical conclusion, I mean, you got to be punished. I mean, there's a story like that going down right now in the Senate uh, or a Senate staffer. Oh, about this. oh this, this, or, is, this is obscene. This is pornographic. And this, this happened, by the way, Bill. Do you see where it happened? In a, a Senate conference room. I mean, yeah, a hearing a Democratic room. Senate staffer caught buck naked. I said it, buck yeah. naked, not the other way. Uh, in uh, in an obscene uh, gay sexual act. Yes. And uh, graphic. With his uh, older bear partner, you know, in, in the Senate office. Now, the interesting thing is, is well, he has rights too. As a matter of fact, he is. Um, he said he wasn't disrespecting the workplace. Oh, right. It was disrespectable. Uh, it was disrespectful for someone to catch him and photograph it. And uh, turn him in. By the way, uh, they gave uh, his name out. By this... the way, do what? They have his name out. They released his name. The guy. Yeah, who... I didn't. I didn't say it purposely, but you know what? You can see him in the uh, Joe Biden commercial where he's the guy yelling, "Free Palestine! Free Palestine!" Yes, I'm yeah. in the film. Yeah, and, and, and by the, the way, friends, I, I I saw the video. They 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 blurred out his face, and they blurred out his derriere. But uh, well, it, wait, did you get the two confused face and derriere? It's hard because to see. Probably, yeah. you know. But but the thing is, uh, it is the most graphic, you know, kind of it, it's it's the sexual act. And I was the big thing that surprised me is apparently this was posted on X in some kind of a, a site that ha- is uh, for gay wires or people like to. Uh, See this kind of thing. X, X is Twitter. Yeah, I know. I was surprised that they were they allowed this on uh, Twitter, but like, apparently when they 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 missed it. Apparently, you know, they 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 missed this. This was up there, and and for ho- the whole world to see. I don't understand something. Maybe you can explain this to me because I just don't get it. But when people do stuff like this, this is graphic sexual act. This is right in the middle of a Senate hearing building. And then they post well, it on they post it on a social media site like it. it, it and by the way, minute, you can minute, by the way, wait, wait, wait. You can see their face it, 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 without yeah. being yeah. blurred out. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. You just made me think of something. Here. What's that? No, this is conspiracy. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Flat out conspiracy. But it's okay. Saturday. Yeah. Giuliani got hit for one hundred and forty-eight million dollars because he is supporting. You know, just causes and the right, and uh, said what happened on January sixth is, uh, or I mean, on on the, the election, is BS. Mm-hmm. All right, and he pointed to that video. All right, Elon Musk has come out for the right and say, no, 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 we're going to present the truth. So could this whole gay sex thing have been a stage thing? And let's put it on the X because you know, chances are. People that run internet sites, they can't, when they got thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people posting, it's going to be hard for them to catch any single one instantaneously. Therefore, now 
they could do to Elon. This guy had it on his platform and it's to fame this guy. And now he's, he can't, he can't show his face anymore, let alone his derriere. And, <laughs> you know, Elon's got to pay. Let's take him. And because this, this act happened in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Elon has to go before a uh, D.C. jury and judge, whom, by, uh, by the way, are real good friends with Biden. Yeah, let me tell you, friends. Um, is it a setup? Is what I'm basically it, it, saying. It, God knows. Any anything goes in uh, in Washington. Okay, I used to think that they were hallowed halls of Congress. Uh, I don't think so. I think this is uh, probably uh, more. It happens probably more than you think. You know, acts like this with staffers and and the like. Oh, and I'm sure there's people on the right that have those little diversions too. You know what? I don't care what your diversion, you know, your your little nuances are. Just don't do them in a public place in a public office. You keep that private to yourself cuz I don't want to know about it. I don't want to see it. I used to I used you, to uh read about stories about the Senate cloakroom about how uh, senators would bring staffers into the cloakroom and they would uh do things like that. So this, the only thing that's different about this is this guy decided that he would perform his sexual act uh, in a hearing room. You're saying, what's a hearing room? You know those rooms where they have a testimony in front of the senators, those big square rooms, and that's where this guy was having sex. And he was having sex on, up in the platform where the senator sits. The senator says, well, by the I way, the this was Senator. I'd go in that room. I, I'd go in there with all kinds of. Yeah, this is Senator Ben Cardin's aide, Senator Ben Cardin from Maryland. And and the amazing thing about this is he hasn't been fired yet. No one's fired him yet. It's like I'm going to because now he's he's pulling. He's he's filing lawsuits because his rights were violated. Yeah, well, but, you know, but, the, you know, he look to the example of Hunter uh, Biden. Hunter Biden commits all these uh, criminal acts, and then he goes out on on the uh, public stage and says that he's the victim. I mean, uh, well, so that's typical. Well, you know, he's he's also saying that if Trump wins, if Trump wins, he's mm-hmm. going to flee the country, probably with dad in tow. I don't know. They're going to go maybe to the Ukraine or or China. They got friends there too. I would I would suggest I, I would suggest they watch him now because if he's going to flee the country, I would think he's going to. He's going to leave before the hammer falls on him. Um, he is, uh, he, he's not a reputable guy. He, he really isn't. And when I, hear, no. when I hear Joe say he's the smartest man he knows, uh, uh, it just I shake my head. I mean, I think, what the heck did this guy do as far as parenting go, goes with this, this guy? What kind of example were you? you know, because he thinks the rules don't matter to him. He had to learn that from somebody. Apparently, he learned like it from father, Joe. father, like son. Yep. Like father, like son. And we know dad is a liar and a crook. Go back to uh, 1988 you know, when Sam Donaldson called him out for being a liar. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Joe got caught, and he admitted that he lied. But then all Joe did was go back and perfect his lie. Yeah. That's all he did. He, he's a storyteller and a liar. You know, and they kind of go hand in hand uh, to some degree. Well, um, another thing in- interesting happened uh, yesterday. The this, this I thought was, you know, what goes around comes around. The city of San Francisco has been forced to scrap their office of reparations. Yeah. 
due to yeah. a budget deficit. So if you had planned on getting some uh, cash reparations anytime soon, well, you're out of luck in San Francisco. They've, they've closed that office up. Was a, well, Joe Biden, though, he's worried that he's losing the black vote. So, you know, he might go and do the pres- presidential wave of the wand and give money the government doesn't have to give those reparations because he needs the black vote. Don't fall for it is all I'm telling, you know. Do you hear about Mark, Mark Zuckerberg and what he's doing out in Hawaii? Building a fortress there with an <laughs> underground bunker. And what the hell does he know? Because he's got an emergency yeah. escape hatch. Almost like the movie that uh, we talked about, uh, Leave the World Behind, where yeah. he's uh, he's leaving it behind. Now, 270 did he have the property out there before? Did he get a deal on this? Well, property? he started. Well, you know, that's a good that's a good question. He may have bought some recently, but he started buying the property. I think in 2014, uh, buying up. It was not all one piece of property. He bought a whole bunch of pieces of property up and consolidated them. But he has it's two hundred and seventy million dollars, I think the uh, the fortress that he's building, um, and everybody who's working on it has to sign an NDA, a non disclosure agreement. So, uh, and and if you're working like let's say you're working as a plumber, uh, you can't talk to the electricians about what they're doing, and they can't talk to the uh, the the what do you call it, drywall hangers about what they're doing. I mean. Everybody has got a non-disclosure agreement, and they can't even talk to other subcontractors about what they're doing in the building. It's it's all a secret. Uh, only one that apparently knows is is Mark Zuckerberg. Um, but he, you know, I mean, I I think to myself, he's going to put two hundred seventy million dollars into this uh, bunker, and then when something happens, he's going to be on air, on an airplane and. In uh, South Carolina or something like that, he won't be able to get to it. Um, Too bad. (laughs) Too bad, Marky boy. But you know what? Uh, You got to wonder what he knows. Because Mm. for him to even do that, you know, and they yell at the right, well, conspiracy theory this, conspiracy that, really. You know, you're building a secret underground bunker. Yeah. And with an escape hatch and. You've got all these non-disclosures, and you want to come at me about going down the rabbit hole? Two hundred, excuse yeah. me, two hundred and seventy million uh, bucks. This is not a whim type thing from this this guy. This yeah, is, but you know, there are people starving in the streets. Yeah, that have been put there by our government, our society, and you know, and, and here you go. The there there is an elite class that controls the politicians, and they're calling the shots. And what you have, they want, and they are going to steal it out from under you. You know, it's not Robin Hood. It's not a case of Robin Hood. It's Robin. It, they're Robin the Hood. Robin, we're yeah. in the hood, friends. You, you, and I. you know, I, sometimes I find myself dreaming when I'm waiting for a big jackpot uh, to be drawn in the lottery. You know, like tonight, mm-hmm. there's a big Powerball, and it's like $550 million. And I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do with the money, you know, the odds and the, I, they say that you have a much greater chance of being hit by lightning three times than, um, than winning the, the, the jackpot on the Powerball. But you know, it's nice. I think I spend the money just so that for a time I can dream. But part of my dream, if I made that kind of money would be to seriously help some people who are in need. You know I mean? If you had that kind of money, 
you might uh, go build uh, homeless shelters that are comfortable for these people to move off the street in the wintertime. Uh, you might want to do something for, to help uh, aid the, the cure of cancer. Uh, you might want to build hospice centers for people who can't afford comfortable places even to die in. You know, well, quite uh, honestly, that's what I would do. I've thought about that too. You know, and I said, you know, if uh, one of my projects ever turned into a big money making thing, mm-hmm. I would live comfortable, but I'm not going to live in you know total opulence. I'm going to sit there and say no. You know, I'm and I would take the money because I can't take it with me. So I would sit there and make sure that it went to good deeds. Right. And nobody would even have well, to know that you gave it to you. Bill, do you ever wonder why Mark Zuckerberg is too, he's spending $270, $75 million on this underground shelter for himself? Do you think maybe he could take $100 million of that and put it towards something that would benefit uh, people who are homeless? How about the people in San Francisco who live on the street? How much money would it cost to get them off the streets? Seriously. I mean, you know, I'll, the rich would still be rich, and they could help all the poor people in the world step up a little bit. But they go, well, no, they got to earn it themselves. You know, they, I did. I worked hard. Yeah, Zuckerberg came up with every idea about Facebook, and he did it all by yeah, himself. Don't believe and it. left nobody behind. Wait a minute. Didn't he screw over some people? Oh, yeah. So yeah, did, so sure did, did Bill Gates. So did Bill yeah, Gates. They, they, yeah, because uh, I ran into uh, somebody one time, a guy that uh, wrote uh, Word. You know, the, that everybody yeah. uses. Yep. The, the original guy that wrote it got dumped by Gates. Yeah. And Gates took it and went on and forward. And uh, Well, you know, the, oper- the original Microsoft uh, MS uh, operating system that was created, uh, I mean, the very original one was apparently created by some other guys at, uh, I think he was at MIT, some other guys at yeah. MIT, and, and they just kind of sold it to him for 50 bucks or something like that. Gates, by the way, didn't graduate from the university. He just went on and, and worked this uh, uh, this new operating system. And if he was anything, he was a good marketer and a good salesman, but he wasn't. He was the P.T. Barnum of the electronic world. Yep, exactly. So uh, uh, anyway, he's building a $270 million. And he, you would think, like I said, he would give some of that money to people who really need it and not be so greedy, but... These people, they live in another world. It's theirs, and they have a right to it, and you don't, and that's it. Um, you look at some of these ships. I saw a, a boat, a picture of um, Bezos's yacht parked in Florida. Uh, a friend of mine, his daughter, a listener to this program, uh, his daughter uh, works, I think she's a graduate of Mass Maritime or something, and she works on ships. She's like a first mate or a second mate. She's a very talented young lady, but she was par- she was parked in a uh, a berth with her ship down in Florida, and right nearby was Bezos's yacht. I got to tell you, Bill, this thing was massive. It was a ship. Mm-hmm. It had sails on it just in case they didn't have any electricity. Uh, he had all the accoutrements that you would expect on the yacht that was owned and built for the richest man in the world, or one of them, one of the richest men in the world. I wonder what they have for defense on it, and they got to, because pirates are a real thing. Yep. You know it. You you know they got uh, things that you can't see, but they've got them. Trust me. Uh, He doesn't just sail uh, out there uh, as a floating target, you know? 
Yeah, because um, you are, and I mean, they they know Bezos' yacht, so I'm sure they're going, yeah, we get that thing, and we got we're rich, and everybody's gone on board, but. They know that anybody and uh, your friend in maritime, they know that too. Ships are yeah. are a floating target, and uh, well, you see what's they happening. Have defenses besides water guns. You see what the Houthi are doing to? Uh, uh, I think it's Maersk, M A E R S K. They uh, are one of the big shipping companies. They're based out of Copenhagen, uh, and they ship all over the world. You see their ships. They have. You see the containers everywhere. Everywhere, right? And they were in the Red Sea. And they were traveling through a strait that I guess is uh, uh, near Iran and uh, Yemen. And uh, I guess they were fired on. They were attacked. One of the ships was actually boarded by these people. And so what's happened now is the, sh- the container company has said, look at the shipping company said, we're not going to send any more ships through that for the time being. Our movement of supplies through that strait, it's on hold. All of our ships have been told to stop in place and just float just don't move and uh so what's happening is you know these guys think that they're helping themselves by pirating these ships but actually they're going to start feeling a pinch pretty soon when supplies sorely needed supplies that they need in their countries are not going to get through you know uh probably some of their weapons in there too yeah they probably but these people are amazing they 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 uh they raid the ships. They take them over. They steal the supplies. Um, it's it's uh, this is an amazing time to be living in peace. By the way, the biggest policeman in the world, the United States, is derelict, not doing their job. That's the reason why the world is kind of on fire right now because the guys that they could depend on to uh, straighten things out when things got crazy. That guy is not being very dependable right now because our president is out to lunch and his administration is out to lunch, too. I mean, think of what's happening, Bill, in Israel. In Israel, uh, uh, our strongest and, and number one ally in the Middle East, uh, we, we, first we, we go over there and say, we say we're shoulder to shoulder, side by side with you. Then about 10 days later, Biden says, but you really should wrap this up as soon as you can. This is uh, You don't have all the credit to keep this going uh, forever, you know, um, if I were Netanyahu, I would uh, tell uh, President Biden, you, you just just stay in Washington, uh, leave us alone, turn your TV off, and we'll take care of this over here. Because uh, what what happened, by the way, yesterday, Bill was sad. They had uh, you probably heard about this. Three of the hostages were uh, accidentally killed by Israelis. Uh, missile, uh, yeah, they didn't know. No. And you know, the thing that gets me about that is, uh, would the other side have told us that they made a mistake had it happened in reverse? Meaning, if if Israel had uh, had hostages and the Hamas had killed in an attempt to free them, the Hamas had killed three of their people, would they have been so open about it? And I don't think so. You know, this is what well, democracies yeah, yeah. do. Yeah, but see, there's 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 a difference in the type of uh, humanity that you have there because uh, the Israelis, they felt bad about it because it was a mistake, but things, mistakes happen. Uh, I think the Hamas, they would have, they, they don't value life like other cultures do. Mm. And I think even if they were honest about it, they wouldn't care because they were still fighting. They died for a just cause. Yeah. Even, even, even be it accidental. You know what? So people... they look at things differently than 
what people it's find hard world. to believe, Bill, is that from the time they're born almost in, uh, in Gaza, they are, they're given a diet of hate with regard to the Jews and Israel. Uh, they are told well, from the time they're children that the best thing to do with, with a Jew is to kill them. Well, Ken, you know, there are certain things that are genetic. Now, I'm not saying hate is genetic, but then again, you got to wonder, at some point in time, does our DNA change to where it's like you're, it, it's bred into you? It's, it, I don't want to say inbred, but, you know, the... Mm-hmm. that the hate is so deeply rooted into the culture that it is like, you know, DNA instructions. Yeah. That when, you, when you're born, your mind says, okay, you've got to develop the left arm, the right arm, the fingers, the toes, everything else. Oh, and by the way, if you see this kind of person, you got to hate them. Yeah. Because that's what you do. You know, you're, you're, you're born with an, an instinct. I yeah. guess is what I'm trying to say, and the instinct is to kill the Jew. Yeah, well, uh, they they uh, sure as heck believe that. Now, that being said, Hamas is running into a problem right now. A lot of their soldiers on the front line have had it, and they're surrendering. Uh, you, you see long lines of these guys with their shirts off. That's so that uh, the Israelis can see they have no weapons, no explosives, things like that. And uh, they're surrendering. They're throwing their guns down. And they're getting into the trucks and being taken off to prison camps. So, uh, you know, the guys who wow. run the guys who run Hamas, Bill. Mm-hmm. The, there's like three of them, and they live in Qatar. I think it's Qatar. They live. Yeah. Uh, they live in opulence. They're all billionaires. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're billionaires, and they run Hamas. They're, they're, I'm looking at a story that just I don't want to change the subject. Go but ahead. It's kind of important. New York GOP, the grand old party. I saw Republicans. This. Yep. Picks Mazi Melissa uh, Philippe. Yeah. A Mazi registered Philippe. Democrat to yeah. succeed conservative George Santos to represent New York's third congressional district. So the Republicans have rec- recommended a Democrat to take the seat of a Republican. Well, the thing about this is strange is she's been interviewed and she's uh, uh, she's a supporter of the Republican platform um it is strange i saw that this morning i thought what what's going on here and you know then she either needs to change her party affiliation or or something because if she's a registered democrat i'm sorry but you know you've got to change that Uh, i'm not you know i'm not trying to dictate certain things but then again too it's a republican seat it should be held by a republican you would think that the people who vet these people would have done their homework before they announced this person to the public, meaning they would have gotten her resume, they would have seen the list of her accomplishments, what her party affiliation is. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, before they stepped up to the podium. No, I'm not saying she's not worthy of the job, but I'm saying I know. I'm sorry, but you know, You've got a license to do, uh, you've got a license to fly a plane, but I'm sorry, you don't have a driver's license, so get the hell off the road. Well, she is, uh, she is an accomplished lady. She was uh, uh, from Ethiopia. She's Jewish, and apparently she left Ethiopia and grew up in Israel, and she was even part of the Israeli Defense Force, the IDF. 
Uh, and then she moved to the United States where she lives now, and she is articulate and she's intelligent. Uh, but like you the say, she's also a party affiliation. Yeah. You cannot take a Republican seat. She's Democrat. Yeah, right. It and doesn't... be a Democrat. I'm sorry, because that draws a lot. I, I can't, I couldn't trust her for one iota, even if she voted for the next 10 things that we got going down the line, because maybe that 11th thing is what she's really there for. I don't yeah, know. I know. It, it, it is amazing. Um, you see where the... This I saw this uh, Grant Stenchfield, who he, uh, used to be on Newsmax. Uh, he's got his own program, uh, on, like everybody does, on social media. Uh, he said that he's been talking with Border Patrol agents, and they're now telling him that they are nothing more than glorified government Uber drivers. They are driving illegals to <clears throat> wherever they want to go, they're, or they're making sandwiches for them. You know? How would you like to be, like for example, a, a state trooper? And you train to uh, be essentially uh, the law enforcement arm, arm of, of your state government. And, and uh, all they have you doing is uh, doing taxi work, you know, or I mean, that's the kind of thing that's happening with our Border Patrol. And they're probably uh, bailing out in, in, in large numbers. I would imagine a lot of guys are resigning uh, from, yeah. the, from their job because it's just driving them nuts. They're being told to greet people coming across the border. Don't stop them. You know, greet them. Uh, Welcome to America. Do you want your check now? It's amazing. Uh, Anyway, they're also the migrants in New York. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Migrants reject bad sandwiches, pancakes, donuts, and chicken dishes at New York City shelters. Several migrants confessed to the uh, Post on Friday... That's the New York Post. The meal served uh, in New York City in their uh, in their shelters are so bad they often just throw them out. Often just throw them in the trash. That's right. Some people they can't afford to uh, buy food. Uh, real Americans can't afford to buy their groceries, but these people who are getting it for free are just tossing it in the garbage. Their claims of terrible food came a day after it was revealed thousands of uneaten taxpayer-funded meals prepared for asylum seekers are tossed each day. None. Jesus Alberto, 31, from Venezuela, says, No one likes the food. (laughs) No, it's bad, bad, bad. Well, Jesus, my suggestion, I I, look, if you don't like the food, don't eat it. Just don't take it. Don't take it. Don't eat it. And maybe what you should do is consider going back to the border and, you know, going across the other way, heading home. Try their food in Venezuela. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're elected into or you step into school board or an office in, oh, I don't know, a blue state like uh, Virginia. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you get sworn in, right? And that's always done on a Bible. Well, on right. Wednesday... Uh, is Carrie Frisch, a uh, Democrat member of the uh, Fairfax County School Board, was sworn in for uh, his his second term, not on a Bible. Mm-mm. No, can't have that. It was uh, a stack of banned LGBTQ children's books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. You know, it, but leave it to the left. I swear on this stack of uh, LGBTQ literature... That I won't do something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and what amazes me is that the people in in the government there just said, "Oh, yeah, that's fine. That'll work." You know, would you yeah, like go to right do? Ahead. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah good I'm to particularly me. fond of my John Deere service manual. Can I do my swearing in on that? Uh, sure, go right ahead. Um, An old stack of Playboys here. Yeah, okay. go ahead. <laughs> you see, we're uh, speaking of LGBTQ. I got to find the story here, but uh, the FBI officially has adopted a more inclusive. Listen to this: LGBTQIA plus acronym, replacing the LGBT plus acronym. So now the FBI, when they refer to the LGBT, it's now the LGBTQIA. Plus, you know, it's getting, I don't know about you, but it's getting kind of silly. I thought it was silly before, but now, you know, it's uh, LGBTQIA plus. Not AI, it's IA. IA, it's just amazing. Uh, It's it's ridiculous. And these, the inmates are running the asylum right now. You know, there was a time, wait until the inmates start running. They're they're doing it now. They're, They're running the asylum now. It's crazy land out there. <laughs> That's why I yeah, stay home. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, you stay in your uh, underground bunker. Yeah, guess, exactly. From time to- That's where your studio is in the <laughs> underground bunker. Exactly right. And I don't leave. It's uh, it's safer down here. Um, anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, other things that are happening. You know, the 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 war in the Ukraine. We mentioned this yesterday, but it's worth mention- mentioning again. Uh. Don't kid yourself. Uh, Russia is not losing. They will tell you on the news that the Russians have taken great losses, uh, that they're having a difficult time. But in all honesty, based upon the things that I've read from doing some serious reading about uh, what's happening over in the Ukraine, they're they're hard-pressed right now. Uh, Zelensky has even said when he was in town this past week that his government is considering drafting 40-year-olds plus. It's that plus again, 40-year-olds plus, uh, meaning mm. people who are not at the peak of their physical performance anymore because they're getting older, well, they still can carry a gun. You know, they still can do something, and we're, we're thinking about, uh, about— And by the way, he also oh. implied uh, when he was in Washington, from what I understand, that, uh, you know, if things don't work out for us, that may end up your guys, your kids— your parents, your fathers and brothers may be fighting over there. If we don't get them uh, in hand, uh, you know, if we don't win this war. But again, they're not winning the war. They, 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 even over there, they call it the meat grinder. You know, they're losing so many young people uh, in that war. It's, it's just uh, mind-boggling. And the Russians, they have all the equipment and time in the world. You know, um, Putin said... Don't kid yourself. We're not working on the United States war timetable. You know, meaning, (laughs) you know, just because we're doing things differently, that's our business. How we handle our war is our business, not the United States business. We don't work on their schedule. So we don't even work on their economic system because, I mean, the ruble has never been worth anything to to compete in the, you know, the commercial world that's yeah. out there, they had to convert the ruble and do things to get American dollar. But the but, thing is, they're making, you know, they're, they're making money. Russia's making, their, their uh, oil 
is very lucrative right now because, you know, we're not we're not creating any over here. I just read this morning 200 countries have said they're, they're swearing off fossil fuel. 200 countries. Are, are you well, not kidding only me? That and, yeah, but the, there's, you're, we're not ready to get rid of fossil fuel. That's number one. Number two, we are being pushed into it uh, to where we go into the electric arena, and we're not ready for that yet either. It's not even perfected yet, but we're, we're being pushed. Number three, you might want to hold on to one of your gas burners because here's the deal. They're, they're actually putting limitations on how many gas vehicles can be produced. So you're thinking, well, I'm going to go out and buy me a new SUV that's gas. Maybe not. Uh, it, yeah. it, it's not going to work that way. And the cost of replacement parts, I mean, it's high for a gas vehicle, but it's even higher oh, much for higher. an electric vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, your motor breaks down, it's a component inside of it, you know, and there's, there's thousands of parts. And it's probably one little $30 part that's going to cost you about 800 900 bucks to replace. But either way, that's, that's what it's going to be. Right. Then electric motor, uh, pretty much, you know, let's just say that the wire winding in that shorts out. That's the whole motor. Uh, you know, the magnets in it, they're, they're going to be okay. So pretty much... Every yeah, that motor goes, it's toast, it's done, it's out of here. Go put it in a fire and melt it down, and you reuse the metal for something else. You know, there's a forty thousand dollar component that just bit the big one. You know, I still get in trouble with an electric car. You know, I still can't believe that uh, uh, Tesla would uh, allow their vehicles to be used in that movie that we watched. Uh, you know, the Netflix movie, Leave, Leave the World Behind. Uh, because it, it was like uh, it was like a bad commercial for the car. Well, let me ask you this: Were the real cars there? Were they AI cars, or whatever? You know, because you know. Well, they they can't. Yes, they can create the the actual car, but they they were labeled as Tesla. They were labeled as uh, the real Tesla. It wasn't like a, they used a fictitious car. Uh, they were Teslas and. They were self-driving cars, and they were hacked, and they were, you know, causing a problem. And if I were Elon Musk, I would say, whoa, wait a second. You know, people that liked the movie and people that I've talked to liked it because they like sci-fi type stuff. They said, yeah, that ship kind of crashing on shore, would it really go up that far? And I'm going, well, would the harbor be that deep all the way up to the shoreline? That's exactly you know, right. Line. That's exactly um, right. Uh, so no, and you know, it would have to have a lot of propulsion to build up that kind of speed there. You know, the fact that it might be automated, well, I get that, but, uh, on the Tesla things, what are the odds statistically that only Teslas and only white Teslas yeah. would all <laughs> That's road true. jam there? That was, yeah, that was That's an, it, it was an interesting thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that. It was deliberate, but then again, I'm not saying it wasn't because it was just to me, it was a thought. It was a you know somebody thumbing their nose. Yeah, there were Tesla. Bill. There were too many, uh, pr too many storylines that were presented and never um, closed. You know what I mean? They 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 put all like for example, we talked about this, the scene where they're out in a, in a cabin, the two women, and uh, they're surrounded by. 
deer, and I know you talked about uh, maybe the deer was spooked and they can hear things we can't hear, but there was something more to that. There was a relevance to that, the deer in the woods, and they were all looking, staring at uh, these people, and they didn't move. And I thought this... the old subliminal reference of a deer caught in the headlights? I don't know. That would be probably too simplistic. There's there's something more to this, but there was a lot of this in this movie, and there was no closure there was no closure, well, even at the very the end. Biggest, the biggest uh, complaint that I've heard from everyone, people that go, yeah, you know, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, they were disappointed at the end. There was no end. I said, well, maybe it's a setup for a series. Yeah. But really how good. long are they going to carry this series? But, it, you know, because people wanted to know, how does it end? How does it end? Is there an end to this? Is there? Because yeah. Is there any way that these people can help themselves or are they just royally screwed? (laughs) You know, I mean, well, and that, and they needed to answer that question because, or, or is that a, is it a, is it the, um, the, the prequel to a a campaign promise, you know, we can, we can solve this problem. Let's get everybody afraid of this. And they walk in with their solution, which is no solution. It's just, it's, it's profit. It's a propaganda solution. You know what's interesting uh, from what they, you know, in the movie business, the inexpensive movies are limited location movies. This was a limited location movie in that it really was like basically shot in the house with a couple of other scenes in neighboring houses, but it was in the neighborhood. It wasn't like they had to go all over Hell's Bells, but they. Whatever savings they had from doing it in a limited location, they spent on special effects. They put their money into like that ship that really was just all computer generated. The airplanes crashing, that was all computer generated. You know, uh, a lot of different things that they used in the movie. The the Teslas running into each other, that was computer generated. You know, um, Mm -hmm. uh, and and those things aren't cheap to do. it, so it was. It, so I can see where some people would uh, say eh, it was two hours of interesting, uh, thought-provoking uh, entertainment. See, here's my problem with this movie. To me, if I'm going to do this kind of movie, uh, there was too much lag time between events and non-sequential dialogue. As far as I, you, was yeah, you're concerned. saying it, it was slow. It was slow. Yeah. It needed. It would. It needed. Before you digested the one thing, hit them with something else. Yeah. And before you had a chance to digest that, something else. Yeah, but maybe that what they wanted to do the bajoons out of me. Yeah, but maybe what they wanted to do is make you kind of wallow in their different things. You know, there was one scene I I, I saw the the someone grabbed the uh, the screen. You know, a clip from the from the video uh, of the 666 number in the background. And I thought, well, I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe that was just an accident. The yeah. They, 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 well, no, I didn't know that. Where, yeah. where was that? Uh, it I, Bill, I couldn't tell you exactly, but I did see the clip. Uh, I, you know, it's in the movie, and, and it probably is only up there for a, f- a few frames. You know, what's interesting about these, these movies is that some people really study them almost frame by frame, you yeah. know? Uh you know, you mentioned 666, and, you know, they, they, they want you to think that everything in that movie, yeah, it's happenstance. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's nothing to worry about, even when you really see it in real life. Um, kind of a happenstance thing, you know. 
Uh, I opened a particular account for a, a business thing one time, and I said, oh, yeah, I'll take the second account, too. The second account, I said, I can use that just for personal things and, and whatnot. And I kind of keep the account as a joke because the, 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 the numbers in it, and they're not only the, the end numbers. The last three numbers are 666 of the account. There's a lot of other group sixes in the account. I'm going, how in the hell did I get that number? I'm going, well, hell, yeah, that's yeah. probably how I did get it. So now if somebody wants, you know, if I got to give somebody some money or something that I don't want to give them, I yeah. use that checking account. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I ought to get a, I got to, ought to get a red inkwell and sign it, you know. Why'd you, uh, use, why'd you use this account? Well, the devil made me do it. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, you know, I just felt, I, I felt yeah. that I needed to give it to you from yeah. the heart. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, you know, there, there, there were a lot of really kind of down things that were presented to the viewer in that movie. And, uh, that by itself, uh, you wonder why would they make such a depressing movie? I mean, you have people who are stuck in a strange house on Long Island, and the internet goes kaflooey, and the, uh, and at the very end, you realize that a civil war has started, and and you're screwed, and there's no resolution, there's no there's no optimistic outcome. As a matter of fact, if anything, if anything, you are going to be bummed. These poor people are really stuck, and the world you know, has changed. What's interesting about the uh, the explosion in that movie was that uh, I said, "Oh wait, we're going to see you know that 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 mushroom cloud yeah really employ up," and it was a small mushroom, and I was going, "Okay, so that was a, su a suitcase nuke going off," and that was New York, yeah. by the way. That was yeah. New York City. Yeah, looking across. Yeah, so yep. I'm like going because. A real nuke, you know, it's going to be a big mushroom, but a suitcase one, um, no, I, I have no knowledge of how that would happen, but I would imagine because of what's involved, you would get a mini, uh, a mini version of it. Either way, devastating. You know, uh, you have, you have that guy out in Hawaii, you know, Mark Zuckerberg building his $275 million bunker. And you have this movie coming out, which is warning us that the world is about to go crazy and the world as we know it is going to change. Uh, you have a guy who has allowed for no good reason. And by the way, no one tells you this, but at one point Biden was uh, a proponent of secure borders, as was Obama back yeah. in 2006. So what, happened? what happened? Well, they... Someone got someone got to these people. You know, these people are not the end of the line. They're just the end of the public line. I, I think that there is that deep state that they try to poo-poo in that movie. I think there is this group of people beyond the people that we see who have control over what's happening in our world. Uh, guys like the George Soros says, you know, has it ever, have you ever thought to yourself, wait a second. This guy Soros, he's mucking everything up for everybody. He's changing the makeup of the city governments, the city police forces. He's throwing money at uh, district attorney's offices to do the exact wrong things in their community. And yet nothing has ever, ever happened to him. He's never been charged. He's never been indicted. Now we have a president of the United States here in our country 
uh, a good president, uh, the 45th president, the leading contender for the next presidency, has been indicted four times, and there's been no big deal about it, right? But this guy Soros, who is an American citizen, mind you, uh, nothing, no charges, nothing. He's just out there throwing his money around and screwing up our country, and there is no consequence. And by the way, he's the face of the deep state. There's the yeah. people beyond him, the Bill Gates. How much does Bill Gates throw at uh, the destruction of our of our country as we know it? They live, by the way, in their own different world. They fly in their jets. They have their gas-guzzling cars. They have their expensive fuel-eating uh, hideaways and shelters. All these different things. They have their boats. All of these different places that... And they, they suck up energy. But you can't drive to work. You can't have a house that's fueled with oil or natural gas. They want you to have things that make your life more miserable while they continue to live in the lap of luxury. This is where we are at right now. You know, and um, I don't understand it. I haven't, but we got... Two years of discussion about this behind us. We've seen a lot of things happen. We've seen a lot yeah. of things happen over these two years, and I got a feeling we're going to see a lot more coming up. Oh yeah, I, I think it's only the beginning. And and you know, we are getting closer to January sixth of overturning all of that, showing that well, we've already done it. I mean, the evidence is out there that it was all a staged coup from the left. It was not an insurrection. Uh, but uh, I look at a story right now, Steve Baker, uh, a journalist for uh, The Blaze, the uh, old colleague of mine owns, uh, formally charged by the FBI for conducting what? Uh, or for documenting, I should say, for documenting what? Uh, the protest and unrest around the Capitol building on January 6th. So just reporting the mere fact of the story, uh, silence you. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot show us. We do not want to uh, let the world know what we were really up to. So they're locking up people who um, are voices against them. Do not be surprised if you start hearing that some of your favorite podcasts have been uh, removed from the Internet. Because that's, that's going to happen. You're going to see, oh, yeah. you're gonna you see programs like ours where we're free to discuss whatever we want to discuss. You know, that freedom may disappear if the wrong people get their way. Well, you know, we've been banned a few times from YouTube uh, and that just because of uh, stories that we reported. And to even talk about January 6th or even to merely say, if you sit there and say what you could question, was the election in 2020 so stolen? You cannot say that. You cannot say it. You, you should be able to say it, but you cannot yeah. draw into question anything. Yet, you know, we talked about the Fairfax story of uh, the guy being sworn in over a stack of pornography. And uh, as he was holding, the one guy was holding the stack of pornography, which depicts homosexual acts in it to, at a kid's level, uh, you know, a five and yeah. six year old level. Pedophilia. Uh, the yeah. guy is tongue kissing the other guy. And I'm like going, that should be done in the privacy of your own room. I don't care if it's a man and a woman in a public setting like that. Get a room. Yeah, uh, well, you know, because uh, this is this that. is the the left is is saying to uh, normal Americans, and when I say normal Americans, you know, when 
this country was founded, there were standards, there were rules. We were a society of rules. We were a, a Judeo-Christian society. You know, uh, we 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 uh, believed in values and and uh, honesty and God and country. These things have been they've spit in the face of all of that. The uh, woke left, uh, the things that I mean, just to, can you imagine? That the young kids today are going after Jewish people uh, as as ter- as uh, enthusiastically as they are right now on college campuses, is it because they just have no reference? Do they realize that this element of our humanity, the Jewish people, were assailed and and and, and murdered uh, enthusiastically during World War II by the Germans? You know, but you at- know. Go ahead. If we erase all the history, you know, because, you know, then then it repeats itself. And so what happened before, if you erase all knowledge of that, you know, we're we're bound to make the same mistake again. History will repeat itself. Yeah. And so I'll say, boy, history sure repeated itself. Yeah, let's go ahead and I mean, erase the history. That way we're not guilty of it. This There's some, sometime I look at some of these demonstrations, and it looks like, uh, Germany in the 1930s, the early 1930s, you know, Kristallnacht and things like that, where they w- demonstrated against the Jews. I saw this picture, and I can't, we can we can wrap it up. You know, the menorah, from what I understand, I'm not Jewish, but the menorah was designed to be put in the the windows. You know, you light the menorah and you you leave it in the window. It was a, almost like a welcoming sign to people to come and celebrate this great Jewish holiday with us. And, uh, but they were so in, intimidated by so many people that they brought the menorah into the house and put it on the tables as a centerpiece or on the mantle. They, they didn't, they weren't quite so open. But the picture that I saw was Germany, 1936, and it showed a menorah in the window with the candles lit and across the street was a building-size swastika flag draped and hanging. And I thought, God bless the person with that menorah because they had to know in 1936 how much hate there was in that building across the street for what they stood for, what they believed in, and who they were. But yet they, they didn't. They stood firm. They stood by their convictions. So you had this menorah in the window, big, beautiful menorah with, you know, it's celebration to God. And across the street, you had this vile Nazi swastika, which was representing all the evil that it uh, brought to the world, you know. And uh, I thought that was amazing. That was a great sign. And then, and then, God, I was thinking the poor person who put that menorah in the window, they're probably not with us today because they probably were eliminated during World War II. And, you know, that's another thing, Bill. During World War II, the world kind of turned its back on that whole story initially. They didn't want to hear about the concentration camps. They didn't want to hear right. about people being uh, gassed. Initially, you know, you, initially, especially along the Russian border, and they they didn't gas them. They didn't have gas. They, they were digging these long pits, and they would have the, the Jews go into the pits, and then the German soldiers would shoot them and and you would think my god there would now there were some germans by the way soldiers who didn't want to participate in that and they the the germans would allow them not to the soldiers who had, didn't have the stomach for it 
uh, they could step away, and that and there were some who would wouldn't get involved, although they they didn't try to stop it either. But the thing thing is, they stopped shooting the the Jews because not because it was inhumane, which of course it was, but because they were wasting too many bullets. They were going through too much ammunition. And so they had to come up with a more efficient way of uh, eliminating the Jews. And that was, of course, the ovens. And we know all about that. Um, So here we are in a world right now that is filled, again, it seems to be filled with hate. And uh, you can only pray that uh, people on both sides uh, come to God and realize, uh, you know, we're, we're both part of humanity. We're both part of humanity. You have to stop this. You know, you have to realize that uh, God put us both here. And maybe yeah. we shouldn't be doing this. Anyway, okay. I've gone on and on. This is our our second anniversary. This is our, uh, we've done the this sh- this show now. As a matter of fact, Bill, this is our 500, now, technically our 500. Oh, a lot higher than that. Yeah, our 500 episode will be Monday. Because we, we don't count the weekend update as as a counted uh, episode, but it should be because it's just as long. Uh, but uh, we've been doing a lot of these programs, and we have people all yeah. over the world who listen in Russia, Germany, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Ireland, England. Uh, we have people in Africa listening, people in Southeast Asia, uh, in Zimbabwe? Australia. No, I'm, I don't know about it, Zimbabwe, but, you know, just every, everywhere. Yeah, I don't know how they find us. God bless them. We're, th- we're thankful that you're here. And uh, we don't get... I have a hard time finding the bathroom at four in the morning, but that's a whole different story. You know? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we hey. don't... People say, you guys must be making a lot of money doing this. No. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah we're, yeah. we're two guys... Gazillions. Yeah. We're two guys who were basically <laughs> doing it for nothing. As a matter of yeah. fact, there's an expense to this. We've been trying yeah. to figure out how to pay for our expenses, but we do it anyway because we figure that there's a need for for people like you, the listener, to, to know that there are people like us just like you, who feel basically the way you do, you know, you're not alone out there. We're all thinking the same thing. Anyway, I uh, want to mention one thing real quick. You know, yesterday we kind of mentioned it as a joke, you know, that I, I, I self identify as a young guy Yes, and don't ever challenge me on that. And you're not allowed to ask my age. That's right. I just saw a story that's sometimes fiction becomes reality. Yes. 50 year old transgender woman competes in teen swim meet in canada <laughs> shares the locker room with them oh, well she, she is a she and she's 50 competing with 15 and 16 year olds because that's right of course that's she, how she is, he or she feels that uh they're that young they're only I'm a teenager young. at heart and I'm young uh, i'm so young uh, oh I'm yeah so yeah happy. So, so, so so technically <laughs> Technically, I could say uh, I, I, I'm really 25. I'm really I 25. Just, you know, it's funny you picked that number. That was the number I was just going to snatch out of the sky, and you did it before me. Yeah, well, 25. Well, welcome to our 25th year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jim, we're a combined 50. My wife will be happy to know that she's married to a younger man now. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go, where, where the hell is he? <laughs> That's true. Why, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell the rest of your body, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll. I think this is a good time to say goodbye. By the way, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Then, of course, there's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, and jimandbill at mail.com. Okay, now, uh, with that, uh, we are going to close, as we normally close, 
with the one Mr. Bill Knight. Yes, and that's where I step up to the microphone and I go, <clears throat> me, me, me. Hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here!